Hello out there, Eric Urbane with Mystig811, and thank you for joining me for this latest edition of the Digging In podcast. It's been a couple weeks since you heard from me last, and I appreciate you all uh, tuning in this week. And here we are in the heart of summer, 2021, and I hope that everyone has been able to uh, have a safe and uh, enjoyable summer to this point. So, if you live in Metro Detroit, um, you have heard all about this. In fact, many of you probably are way too familiar with this. And if you live in other parts of Michigan, undoubtedly, if you've watched the news over the last month, you've heard plenty about this too. And I'm, I'm speaking specifically about the large storms uh, that rolled through in late June uh, on the 25th and 26th that led to some catastrophic flooding here in the Metro Detroit area. Um, here locally, uh, I-94 in the city uh, was underwater for days and closed for over a week for repairs. Um, you know, cities like uh, Detroit itself, uh, the Gross Points, Dearborn had literally thousands of residents lose their belongings with flooding in their basement. And unfortunately, that has happened probably more times than anyone would ever like to see um, in the past few years. Now, I'm mentioning, mentioning this in this particular Miss Dig related uh, podcast for one simple reason, and that's because um, I read an article uh, yesterday that shed some light onto a particular aspect um, of that weather event and the subsequent flooding um, that kind of brought the 811 and damage prevention um, industry uh, into a little bit more focus in that regard. Uh, you know, for the past month or so, like many of you out there, um, you know, we just assumed that many of the pumping stations um, that failed uh, during that event, um, their failure was a result of losing power. And that power was just knocked out by the storms itself. And as a result, um, the pumping stations uh, did not have the power to actually take the water away uh, and the, the flooding um, persisted. But um, in this article I read just yesterday in the Detroit News, uh, this is an article by Beth LeBlanc um, for, for the news. Uh, the article is titled, Class Action Suit Filed Against DTE Over Power Failure at Key Detroit Pump Stations. Now, I'm going to read you about the first half of this article, and um, from there we'll kind of discuss how this relates to what we talk about often on this program, being you know misdig, safe excavation, utility damage prevention, and so on. But um, again, let me get into this article by uh, Beth LeBlanc um, at the news. So it reads: Metro Detroit residents have filed a class action lawsuit in Wayne County Circuit Court against DTE Energy on allegations that the company didn't do enough to ensure reliable electrical power to the Freud pump station. The suit filed Wednesday maintains that although Freud has yet to be transferred to the DTE system, the energy company is in large part responsible for day-to-day -day operations for public electrical uh, customers in Detroit. The late June flooding was quote-unquote 
utterly foreseeable, giving weather predictions and the June 22nd power outage that hobbled the key Detroit pump station, the law said, uh, the lawsuit said. Uh, quoting the article, uh, defendant DTE is functionally responsible for overseeing, approving, and managing the operation and maintenance of the Ludden substation to ensure that the Freud pumping station is fully operational and can pass excess water flows during wet weather conditions, the complaint said. David Dubin, a lawyer representing the Metro Detroit residents, said their complaint will eventually include the Great Lakes Water Authority, the city of Detroit, and other cities. The suit was filed by residents from Gross Point Woods, Gross Point, Gross Point Farms, Gross Point Park, Detroit, and Harper Woods. The lawsuit currently lists as defendants John Doe contractors believed to be involved in the outage and DTE, which declined comment because of pending litigation. At least two other suits have been filed seeking damages related to the flood, including another class action suit filed by Ven Johnson Law on behalf of about 400 Wayne County residents. But the suits so far have focused on water utilities involved, not electrical utilities. Uh, the Freud station was short five of eight pumps ahead of the June 25th and 26th rains and flooding, be, uh, and flooding because of the June 22nd power outage. Uh, the Freud and Conner Creek pump stations are responsible for pumping water out and away from the east side of Detroit, including the chronically flooded Jefferson Chalmers neighborhood. Officials said a third party contractor struck underground wires leading from the Ludden substation to Freud on June 22nd, damaging a cable and conduit key to the pump station's power supply. Now, that's kind of where I'm going to lead off, leave off with the article. The article goes on to talk about some of the details um, in the lawsuit and how there are some disagreements uh, in terms of the system's responsibility, whether that be uh, the Great Lakes Water Authority, DTE Energy, or even Detroit um, Public Lighting Department. And again, you can read all about it and read this article um, in its entirety, again, at Detroit News. Um, again, the, the title of the article is class, class Action Suit Filed Against DTE Over Power Failure to Key Detroit Pump Stations. But again, how this kind of works its way into the entire 811 process is that last piece of the article I just wrote. Um, again, like many in the area and who are familiar with the, the story and, and this event, um, I think a lot of us made the assumption that there were widespread power outages because of the, the intensity of the storm. And it was those power outages that ultimately led to various pump stations across the area not being able to um, operate fully and pump water um, away from communities. But this is a new development. This is the first time um, that I have heard that the loss of power at these primary stations on the east side of Detroit were a result of a dig in damage by an excavator on June 22nd. Now, I don't have any hot take for you here. I am not uh, here to place blame on DTE Energy, the Great Lakes Water Authority. I do not know the name of the excavator in question, what they were doing, if they had a ticket, 
or anything like that, that there's a lot of information that's still unknown and hopefully will, will come to light. But if there was ever any doubt um, in terms of the importance of contacting 811 before you dig and the importance of taking the entire safe excavation process seriously, this is the perfect example. Now, from time to time, and unfortunately, all too often um, in this line of work, when, when talking to excavators or, or, or other stakeholders, you know, we'll use examples of, you know, large gas explosions or, you know, water main breaks or these real kind of high impact type of events to try to get someone's attention and maybe jolt them into to changing their behavior and, and following all the rules. Um, because ultimately, decisions that are made on a job site or even that lead up to a job, an excavation job, um, that ultimately result in damage have far-reaching consequences. Of course, there's the immediate concern of the safety of the individuals on the job site and what kind of underground facility they wind up striking. There is the inconvenience of having that job, job shut down uh, for repairs to said facility. And then obviously any outage to the public in that given area. All those things are kind of intertwined with any particular um, utility facility um, incident. But it can go way beyond that. And here, um, according to these reports, a third-party dig-in damage was largely responsible for thousands upon thousands of Metro Detroit residents having their homes damaged and their property destroyed by having their basements back up with feet of water. Um, this could have been an incident that seemed relatively mundane at the time for the contractor, we don't know. But the result is a catastrophic area-wide um, property damage uh, situation. And of course, anyone who had to go through that and is still going through that a month later has to be extremely frustrated uh, and extremely upset with you know, what happened and, and they're probably still cleaning up and I can relate and I sympathize. While I was fortunate enough to not be impacted by that incident, I, like uh, many people here in Metro Detroit, was a, I guess, a victim of the flooding that occurred back in 2014, where my basement filled up with four feet of water and we lost, you know, half of everything um, we had right there. Um, obviously, uh, as anyone who has gone through something like that knows, your homeowner's insurance doesn't cover things like that. So um, there is a tremendous loss and a great expense um, that goes into cleaning up and, and getting back on your feet after um, such an event. So uh, according to this report, and again, the information is it's pretty vague. There's not a whole lot to go on. Um, other than the fact that it does appear that there was some digging taking place and an ele a buried electric conduit was damaged. And as a result, 
we have uh, a area-wide incident so serious that FEMA has to come in and provide relief to many of the homeowners and residents. That's, that's a pretty big situation. Now, at its core, really underground facility damage happens because of essentially one of three reasons. The first being that the person that's doing the digging or the company that's doing the digging simply does not contact 811 before they dig. They do not know what's underground and they wind up damaging um, underground infrastructure. Another scenario is when the excavating party does contact 811, but there has been some type of failure with uh, the locating and marking of uh, the location of the buried lines that result in a damage. Uh, and thirdly, uh, maybe MISDIG 811 was contacted, maybe a site has been marked, but the excavator on site did not respect the marks, was working too close to them, did not verify um, their accuracy or the, the precise location of the buried lines and, and utilities get struck. A lot of stuff happens out there, but really it all boils down to one of those three things. Um, if all if 811's involved, if it's the job is located accurately, and if the excavator respects those marks and, and follows the, the rules and requirements of Public Act 174 here in Michigan, um, can almost guarantee that we will not have uh, an underground uh, facility damage on that particular job site. So I don't know, of course, which particular scenario there um, occurred that led up to this, but this is interesting information that something as widespread and something this serious could be a result of a single digging project and the strike of a buried um, electric line. In addition, um, there does appear to be in some reports um, that there was a delay between the time that the line in question may have been damaged and then the response by uh, the electric company officials. Um, again, I cannot confirm or deny that. Those, those are just kind of reports that are, that are out there. So another part of the requirements laid out in Public Act 174, and if you've listened to all these podcasts, you've heard me say this uh, before, is during any project, whether that be a home improvement project in your backyard or a professional excavation project, in the event that any buried facility is struck, it is the excavator's responsibility to stop work and contact that facility owner immediately and directly so they can come out and address uh, that situation and make any necessary repairs. Again, I cannot speak specifically if that happened or did not happen on this job site, but again, this, this is a big deal. And here we have a new development taking what seemed to be an unfortunate nat uh, you know, um, natural disaster and kind of brought it into the world of utility damage prevention um, and MISDIG 811. Um, I hope that in the days and weeks to come, more information will come out um, about this and maybe clarify exactly what happened um, or didn't happen. Ultimately, it doesn't do anything to um, 
you know, bring back all the, you know, the lost personal property that happened in this flood, these floods. And this particular incident is not responsible for all the flooding across Metro Detroit either. Um, this is kind of specifically focused on the east side of Detroit and the Gross Points. Um, that's where these particular pump stations um, responsibility lies. But again, um, if anyone needed a reminder of the importance of following uh, the MISTIG process and procedures, this is a good um, of an example as I could possibly think of. So um, I wanted to bring that to everyone's attention that, again, um, to summarize, some of the flooding in Metro Detroit um, could be a result of an underground utility strike um, by an excavation crew. So um, again, we'll look for more information and I will keep everyone updated as we learn more here. Um, but until that day comes, um, I just wanted to bring that out there and uh, make everyone aware of this. Please again, check out the Detroit News um, in this particular article. Uh, this article um, is free to view. It's not behind Detroit News paywall, but of course, um, please support, uh, you know, local journalism and, um, you know, subscribe to the Detroit News uh, once you check it out. So that's it for this week's episode. Um, not a very cheery episode, but um, I hope to be back here uh, next week with a new guest uh, to talk about all kinds of exciting things happening here in Michigan with utility damage prevention. Uh, but until then, um, if you have any questions or have any information that may not be listed uh, here in this article um, and you want to share uh, some comments or feedback to the show, uh, feel free to email us at education at misdig811.org. And uh, just refer to the Digging In podcast uh, in the email, and I'll be sure to, to see it, and we will uh, we'll go from there. I appreciate everyone listening um, to this episode and all episodes. I appreciate your support. Um, and until next time, this is Eric Urbane signing off, reminding you to be smart, be safe, call Miss Dig 811 before you dig.